Hi, this is your Mind Ranting. Today is 23rd of March, 2022. Holy cow, we are a quarter of the way through the year, and it's been quite a hectic year. Well, these last two years have been quite something else, too. Nonetheless, here we are. I want to let you know right now I'm not feeling my absolute best. I think I'm coming down with a cold, but nonetheless, I will definitely push through. I want to share with with you just a uh, small token of, uh, and just one final thought on this idea of death and this idea of celebrating one one life or the life of a loved one. Um, I'm going to keep this relatively short, at least the check-in. <clears throat> As I mentioned, I'm coming down with something, so please bear with the um, couple of the coughs. Um, if there's a sneeze or two, my apologies. Please stay safe. And no, it's not COVID. I want to go get tested. Um, yeah, it's not COVID. Okay, so going to read you this short letter that I presented to my father-in-law um, who had recently passed. This was basically one of the few things I wanted to share with others. Um, before I read this letter and before I practically sign off for the um, for this episode, just a little bit of a, of a background on the writing. Um, this took me about a couple hours to come up with. It's absolutely terrible. And to be frank, it's, um, it's a lame letter. It's a very lame letter, at least in my eyes. I don't know. I I did hear a lot of people say they, they liked it. I did it. And maybe that's just a lot of, of the beatings that I give down on to myself on my work because good God, this was, um, terribly written, but I want to share this with you guys. And I felt his presence, uh, my father's presence, uh, flow through me as I was writing through, just as I, I felt the, the flow of, uh, the philosophers and of the Bible and of, um, of many things flow through me as I was uh, putting this together for a couple hours. It's one of the last things that I got to share about him. I also share, uh, <clears throat> shared a uh, small passage of uh, Don, Mi- Don Miguel Ruiz's book, uh, The Four Agreements, uh, The Prayer of Love. That was incredibly beautiful. It's a practical uh Toltec Wisdom Book. Best $5 I ever spent. Um, actually, that book I sent with my... Um, I sent with my father-in-law. He wanted to be cremated. And he kept complaining about me not reading that book and me not ever getting the chance to buy it. I finally bought it. <clears throat> of all places that I had found it, 
five below there was like a huge stack i should have bought him a coffee i did end up buying him a little um a little miniature version of the book but nonetheless i let him keep that copy and i kept the copy that um, i had given him for father's day um, just so i can have that connection with him he was a good man and i will miss him very dearly and so without further ado um I'm going to go ahead and read this letter to you guys. Um, consider this, <clears throat> the end of this letter, to be the sign-off for today's episode. Thank you guys very much. Please take care of yourselves. Please, under please understand that uh, time is very finite, and it is our most precious resource that will, that will never be gained. Because money... Friends, fame, and fortune, you know, that sort of thing can always be gained, can be lost and regained. But time, time is of the essence. I don't think my father-in-law knew that he was going to perish. And I'm not one to say if he, the man had any regrets. Maybe not telling his children that he loved them as he laid there dying. That might have been it. Might have been that he wanted to see certain parts of the world that he didn't get to. I wouldn't know. Maybe I'll get to find out on the other side. Maybe there isn't. You know, Marcus Aurelius says, you know, the thing we should remember about death. Um, and I'm going to paraphrase this horribly. But I remember reading in Meditations, Marcus Aurelius had mentioned that we shouldn't be concerned with this idea of dying because one of two things can happen. Uh, one, we know that the gods exist and we should rejoice that we will get to reunite with them in our uh, time of passing. Or two, we become of the earth and of ash and we no longer have to suffer or go through these trials and tribulations and we get to rest so that's what I truly believe that my father-in-law is doing he is resting where I do not know but maybe I'll find out the, the sucky part is you can't go back and tell people every experience is a little bit different so we'll see so please take care of yourselves <clears throat> and I'll catch you on the next one here's the letter Good afternoon. I only want to take a moment to say a few words about the man many of you call friend, Dio, Nino, grandfather, father-in-law, brother, son, or simply dad. My father-in-law was quite the example of a spiritual person. This man would send daily text messages of small prayers that he had come up with on his own, or he would share Bible verses that could basically help anyone get through any, anything that was holding them back, whether it would be themselves or the external world. I know because 
I benefited much from these text messages and from him sharing the scriptures. Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. My father-in-law was his father in heaven's son, and he did his absolute best to stay close with him and to share his limitless love with us. Who are we to deserve such great kindness? His willingness to continue his education showed me in many of us that a person is never too old to question how the world works and how we can be better servants to our Father in heaven and to our brethren here on earth. My father-in-law was an alcohol and addiction counselor. And my God, he was one of the best at it. Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. See, Victor took on the knowledge of man to help others as an addiction counselor. Never for self-gain. Never to prove that he was the smartest man. Never to prove that he didn't have demons himself because he had plenty. But he did it so that others can be uplifted. Another thing about him is that he was plenty good with his words, not like yours truly, who could barely stumble himself out of a bag or barely be able to read a sentence off a piece of paper. His wisdom was shared with people who were broken and afflicted by addiction, and his best, the best part of his work was that he never saw any of them as lost souls or broken. They might have seen themselves in this ugly light and their families might have chastised them for their shortcoming, but never my father-in-law. He saw his brothers and sisters who were doing their best to serve the Logos and that there were plenty of obstacles in their way to have stopped them from doing their natural duty. The Logos which originates from ancient Greek philosophy, means divine reason and principle. Victor's work as a counselor and a servant to the Logos embodies a message that Marcus Aurelius, the philosopher king, had left us in his classic work, Meditations. Don't be ashamed to help. Sorry. Don't be ashamed to need help. Like a soldier storming a wall, you have a mission to accomplish. And if you have been wounded and you need a comrade to pull you up, so what? Victor was that comrade to help these wounded children of God scale the obstacles life had placed in front of them. No matter the obstacle, this man took on these trials alongside his fellow children and brethren head on and with grace. See, suffering is a part of life and is meant to help us all grow spiritually, mentally, and physically. Victor knew this not only as an addiction counselor, but saw how overwhelming this could be for his family. And he made sure to carry them through the trials and tribulation that brought forth, that were brought forth that would make him as strong as Samson 
and as courageous as David when he faced the giant. See, the Lord had provided my father-in-law the strength and the wisdom to help his children through many trying times. And he raised five wonderful children, some of the most giving and some of the most caring children that you will ever run across. But he was only able to do that because he asked his Father in Heaven for help. James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. <coughs> See, Victor loved with all of his heart and was the glue that kept his children strong while he was here on earth. Dr. Bruce Perry, a world-renowned neuroscientist, had once said that the capacity to love is at the core of the success to humankind. The reason we survived on this planet is that we've been able to form and maintain effective groups. Isolated and disconnected, we are vulnerable. In community, we can protect one another, cooperatively hunt, and gather, share with the dependents of our family, our clan. Relational glue keeps our species alive. Love is relational superglue. Victor had plenty of superglue left for me, and I was his son. He was there throughout my struggles and through my breakdowns. And he took it upon himself to care for me, even though he didn't have to, even though I had my own folks to do that for me. Victor and I loved to talk nonstop. Our political discourses and philosophical discussions were always exciting, and I couldn't wait to share what interesting things I have learned from the ancient works of philosophers or from the current world. Just talking about random things and embracing each other over a meal was enough to make any sour day brighter. That man is a Sour Patch Kid, but only the sweet side of the Sour Patch Kid. Not really... Anyways. <laughs> the books that he had given me, The Four Agreements, Mastery by Robert Greene, God Moments for Men, and various others, were some of the most challenging to read and to reflect on, and that is something that I can never forget. This man never once saw me as a dumb kid, but as a young man trying his darndest to become just a little bit wiser. To know more means to be less certain of things and to challenge one's belief, which is what wisdom really means. And I truly believe Victor believed the same thing. See, that alone is enough for me to share with all of you as some of my most favorite memories of Victor. Because I didn't have anything spectacular or spontaneous with him, but it was those little memories of conversations that were just enough for me. But I think the greatest Victor, <laughs> sorry, the greatest gift that I received from Victor was this 
a chance to meet the people that I consider family. For now, the last seven years, and for many more to come. My wife, my brothers and sisters, and the young children who call him grandfather, who call me Uncle Crush, or Crush Master 9000. I don't know what that means. Someone please help me, but I kind of dig it. <laughs> and that alone is worth to me more than anything that I have as a physical reminder of the wonderful spirit that man had in him. I may not carry his blood, but this man is my father. And I will miss him dearly. My father-in-law has been called home. Victor has been called home. And I would hope to believe that we shall see him later. For, as he would say in his cheesiest voice, see you later, alligator. I love you, old man.